So the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, being wiser than them, told us, you know, he already told us not to be aggressive, but we went in a whole nother direction. You follow what I'm saying? Because he's wiser than the enemy. Let's go back to this. It says that the goal is to prevent any black nationalist leader from gaining respectability. The Honorable Louis Farrakhan already has that all over the world, right? If you were with us yesterday at the Bud Billiken Parade, I got to say this. I mean, I'm not trying to hold y'all long, but I just have to say this, and we're going to wrap it up. At the Bud Billiken Parade, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan was there, right? And the people were showing love to this man. Now, I got to just tell you this. I'm not going to show you up and tell you about how the people just rushed the motorcade and all that kind of stuff, right? Like he's some type of uh, entertainer, right? But now, Don King was there and a lot of other dignitaries. And they were on the stage with Mayor Daley, right? And out of the corner of Don King's eye, he sees, Mayor, he sees the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. And Don King is like, Minister Farrakhan, Minister Farrakhan calls him over there. And all of the dignitaries who were with the mayor left the mayor. And they all bum rushed the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. All praise is due to Allah. Now, all praise is due to Allah. Now, and then they started to take pictures with the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, right? right, right. And do interviews with television stations. Right, right. And then the minister, being a humble and righteous man, he looks out and he's like, where's the mayor? Mayor Daly, come over here. And the mayor, who is standing by himself, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan called him over to get in the picture. So you only have to question, does he have respectability? This is a man that comes at another man's house and shuts it down. In another man's house, all praises due to Allah. Now, now, it says the final goal of COINTELPRO is to prevent the long-range growth of militant organizations, especially among the youth. I'm going to say that again. They wanted to prevent the growth of black nationalist groups, especially among young people, because the enemy realizes that the young people are the future. And back in the 60s, the young people were leading the civil rights movement. But the enemy did not want us to be involved in the civil rights movement. So they brought in crack. And the reason they brought in crack was to split black people who are poor and disenfranchised to make it to where we wouldn't even want to be free. We just want to get high. Y'all understand what I'm saying? You look at young people. You ask them, brother, do you want to be free? Nah, man, I'm trying to roll this blunt, man. I'm trying to get, man, nigga, I'm trying to get blow, man. I don't care about no civil rights. What the hell I care about a civil right for? Only thing I care about is getting this weed, you know, standing on this block, you know, serving these niggas. That's all I'm on. You talk about that stuff, somebody else, right? You go talk to the pimps. See, do they give a damn about black people being free? Nah, nigga, what I'm on, pimping these women. You see that girl right there? She gave me $1,000 last week. That's all I'm on. You keep that civil rights stuff. Talk to the young people. See if they care about the liberation of black people. But if you talk to them, they care about sitting on dubs. Is that right? They care about being in the club, right? They care about having sex with whoever they can have sex with. Because the enemy has put sex above liberation. Or we put sex above liberation. We'd rather have sex than to be free. But everything that's living has sex. 
in the springtime, you see the pollen all over the place. It's all on your car, on the window of your house, right? All that is, is plants having sex. Pollen is plant sperm. Right, all in your mouth in the springtime, right? That's all it is. Plants have sex. Y'all saw Rush Hour too, right? And when Martin Lawrence was in the attic or wherever he was at, he comes across two rats. Did y'all see that? Was that Rush Hour too? Or was that Bad Boys too? That was Bad Boys too. And the rats are having sex, right? Some of y'all had one roach. Now you got a hundred roaches in the house. Why? Because the roaches have sex. Everything has sex. That's not anything to put above freedom when everything in the universe that's living has sex. What the hell is your problem? Oh, uh, man, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to get with this sister, you know? Like sex is just the most important thing in the world when it's not. And you ain't doing nothing more than what the lower animals are doing. I got to close it out, brothers. I didn't mean to be this long. But now, my point is this, that there's another document that you need to get called National Security Memorandum Number 46. And this was a document that the government came up with while Jimmy Carter was president, because the Democrats don't like black people either. And this document said that they did not want any black American leader to be able to unite with African leaders. Do y'all follow what I'm saying? See, what you have to realize is every fear that the enemy has, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan is the answer to their fear. He has the ability to speak to the youth, right or wrong. He has the ability to organize black organizations. He is known all throughout Africa and Asia, and they love and respect this man. He is the greatest fear of the enemy. So what lesson can we learn from the assassination of Malcolm X? William Sullivan, who was the assistant director, I'm closing with this. He's the assistant director of the FBI. This man said that when Martin Luther King brought 250,000 black people to Washington, D.C., he said that because he was able to speak to 250,000 people, he is the most powerful Negro in America. And we must deal with him right now. That's William Sullivan, the assistant director of the FBI. Well, that was only 250,000 people. The Honorable Louis Farrakhan brought 2 million people in 95 to Washington, D.C. Is that right? Then another 2 million in 2000, or 1.5 million to D.C. Wherever he goes, he packs the facility. Is that right? So now, if they were afraid of Martin Luther King because he spoke to 250,000, then what are their thoughts about the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, who is speaking to not thousands, but millions? Do you understand what I'm saying? So brothers and sisters, see, we can't say, well, I'm a follower of Malcolm because he's dead. You can't follow a dead man. But see, God has left us with a living man that's doing the work that Malcolm wanted done. So if you love Malcolm, you will be following the man that's doing the work that Malcolm once done. Living the life that Malcolm lived while he was alive and in the nation of Islam. So brothers and sisters, I don't want to belabor the point. I think that we've pretty much closed the case. Is that right? Praise be to Allah. All praise is due to Allah. All praise is due to Allah.
Now, what we want to do is, and I, I mean, I do apologize, brothers and sisters, because I didn't mean to hold you all this long. I know how it is on Sunday. But um, real quick, what we want to do, we want to close out. So I want to ask a couple of questions. How many of you are here?